And we are back with another episode of The Clinton Clinic, a podcast discussing all things Hillary Clinton, Twitter, Donald Trump, and Benghazi to understand how Hillary Clinton lost her road to the White House. This is the last chapter, chapter five, a discussion, a discussion of what we learned from Hillary Clinton and Benghazi. The date was April 12, 2015, and Hillary Rodham Clinton announced that she would seek the presidency for a second time, immediately establishing herself as the likely 2016 Democratic nominee. Hillary Clinton, First Lady, Senator of New York, and Secretary of State had a strong shot to secure the White House. But on the other side of the aisle, her opponent, a never-seen-before presidential candidate, he was a reality TV host of the show The Apprentice and business showman Donald Trump. It was a secure win for Hillary Clinton. But if you were to fast forward to 2020, that is not the case. So how did it happen? How did Hillary Clinton lose her golden ticket to the White House? How did Hillary Clinton lose her golden ticket to the White House? That is the golden question of this whole entire podcast. The Clinton Clinic. How did Hillary Clinton lose her golden ticket to the White House? I mean, how did a political figure like Hillary Clinton, Secretary of State under President Obama, First Lady, Senator of New York, a political figure... With so much experience, so much credibility, so many accolades, lose to a reality television host. From my research, from my content analysis, I will argue that Hillary and her team underestimated the Benghazi crisis. It was clear what Donald Trump and the Republicans were doing with their destructive rhetoric. Painting, drawing, and constructing Hillary as crooked in his tweets, as a liar in his tweets, as, as someone who was unfit to hold office. To the Republicans, to Donald Trump, she was incapable to represent the American people because she is a crooked career politician that doesn't care about the American people, that doesn't care about you, and has been selling America out since she started. I'm looking at my content analysis that I pulled from Donald Trump's 2016 Twitter account. And I mean, the rhetoric is clear. November 1st, 2016, 
seven days before the U.S. presidential election on Twitter. Look at the way Crooked Hillary is handling the email case and the total mess she is in. She is unfit to be president, period. Bad judgment. October 16th, we have all wondered how Crooked Hillary avoided prosecution for her email scheme. WikiLeaks may have found the answer, period. Obama, exclamation park, exclamation point. And then when you look at the content analysis of Hillary Clinton's Twitter account from 2016, yes, she talks about Benghazi, but the only tweet that I found that was transparent about her case was the tweet referring, I want the public to see my email. I want the public to see my email. I asked the state to release them. They said that they will review them for release as soon as possible. Like this tweet is using corrective action, that transparent kind of rhetoric, right? And then there's tweets from 2016 that refer to Benghazi, right? A lesson from Benghazi. Congress needs to do its part to ensure that our diplomas in dangerous parts of the world are as safe as possible, right? She's using denial here and she's blaming it on Congress, but she is she is getting painted as a liar from the other side. And I feel like if you use more of that transparent content from the tweet, I the first tweet I read, I want the public to see my email, you you will you will, you will come off more as transparent and honest and forthcoming and more and genuine but Hillary's team did not do that and i think that's at the end of the day what Hillary needed to do she needed to produce more rhetoric on her twitter that talked about the crisis that was corrective action and transparent based. How this research can be applied to the world of social media and politics is to never let a crisis be ignored on social media. And not only be ignored, but it's good to use one of William Benoit's image restoration strategies and to do it frequently. As a social media analyst and someone who works as a social media coordinator, I think the biggest thing that you need to do when dealing with a crisis is make sure you're producing the content frequently on a regular basis. From the content analysis I pulled from Hillary Clinton's account, that wasn't the case. I had a hard time finding um, these strategies and and these types of uh, rhetoric used on Twitter from her account. And we needed to see more of that, right? And we needed to, we needed to see that on a repeated basis and on a strategic basis, and, and we didn't. So I think one of the things that the social media world can take away and the politics world can take away is to never let a crisis just be ignored on social media and use one of William Benoit's image restoration strategies. Those strategies are denial, evasion of responsibility, 
reducing offensiveness of event, corrective action, and mortification. And that is a wrap on The Clinton Clinic, a podcast discussing ways that Hillary Clinton tried to revive her image to the American people during the 2016 presidential election. Thank you so much for listening. This has been so much fun to record. This is actually my first podcast that I have ever recorded, and I just want to thank everyone who took time to listen to this 50-minute podcast.